What's up, guys? Welcome to, welcome to another episode of Not All Black Chefs Fried Chicken. I'm your host, that fellow, the chef. And we're going to be bringing some really good content to you today. Um, glad you guys are here following us. Don't forget to follow us on social media, IG, Not All Black Chefs Fried Chicken. And keep and add us to all the platforms, Google, Apple, Spotify, all the other platforms, and just keep up with us. We drop twice a week, maybe three, but let's get started. If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are many creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. to not all black chefs fried chicken uh this is part two to my underground supper club experience and this is actually in washington dc um i think it had been about a month when i got back into the country and i just went straight to dc set up a shop and um i think i just went straight to dc and just got a place out there had a nice little condo and I was working at a really cool hotel out in uh, out in Southwest, Southwest DC. Um, you could tell they were gentrifying because the products was down the street and then everything else looked nice. Then you walk past the projects and everything looked nice again. So it was like, it was weird. So they, they were gentrifying the place and stuff because they had, a, I think they had like a Wegmans or a Whole Food. I can't remember the top of my head, but I'd go there and shop and get stuff before I went home. Um, so, um, got a job at this hotel, and um, it's a nice hotel. It's actually a really, really nice hotel, and um, um, but it was a party hotel. It had a big swimming pool. It had the, the banquet facilities to throw some of the best bashes ever. Um, like these, my the GM at the time here hosts like. Um, the red dress dash or marathon where men would dress up in red dresses and heels and run marathons. He would do these big parties. He would do these big gay galas. Uh, but the pool, that's where I made my money. I made so much money on their Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It was just a party hotel. And all I, all I saw was hamburgers, hot dogs, and um, chicken sandwiches. And I just made a ton of money. So I just bring a cooking on Thursday and just let him prep for the whole freaking weekend on Thursday. That was his job. Um, and I put cooks out there. And I went back in the kitchen and I'd do any other event or just run the restaurant. Some some Saturdays and Sundays, I just close the restaurant and open a restaurant. Um, and, and it did well, you know what I'm saying? 
And I ran into a young lady that lived there. She's actually from New York. At the time, she's going to Howard University. So she's doing her uh, grad program. She's going into her grad program to teach. And uh, we and her just became real cool. And um, I told her, like, she's like, yo, you know what you're doing this stuff? I'm like, yeah, you know, I bet I know what I'm doing. I'm trained. No, and I just, I'm just, I'm just actually getting right from London, so... You know, I'm just trying to get my foot in right and see what I want to do. You know, like I want to, I want to do underground supper clubs again. And she's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's just um, instead of me not looking for a building, I just do the event in someone's condo or like in a little secret location. You know, no, I don't have to purchase." A business license, I don't have to purchase a liquor license, I don't have to purchase none of that. It's gonna be a setup cut and hopefully no one gets sick and everyone enjoys this everyone enjoys their fucking stuff. And she's like, that's dope. Like that's that's dope. And I think at the time I had named my company um Project Studio Supper Club. Yeah, it was Project Studio Supper Club. When I started um putting all this into putting all this into motion. And um I think at the time I was dating I was dating this I was dating this attorney. Um and um she's vibing off my dream. She's like, oh dude, your dream is dope. And the chick she went into her for into her retirement and gave me and gave me some money to start my business, which was like, yo, I didn't need the money. I could I could have just took everyone's first payment and bought the equipment and the food, I would have been fine. I'd have took a hit. So what I did was I took her money and I just bought all my plates. You know, so I was buying like 13, 14 inch plates. It's buying really cool glasses, buying small plates. Everything made sense. And I knew I wanted to only feed, I wanted to be so intimate, I just wanted to feed eight to ten people. No more, no less. Eight to ten people. And um and I did not want to do some really, really dope dishes that I had never done in my life. So it's just, I thought about it like, oh, shit. Let me add this and this and see what I get. Or let me make this kind of fritter. Let me see what I get. You know, so I did that. And um, at the time, really, no one knew of me because I was new to D.C. So no one knew of me. And... um. And she's like, yo, I got a lot of friends. You know, like, fuck with me. And I was like, I bet. She's like, we both had condos in D.C. at the time. She's like, why don't we do do it at my condo first? Let me introduce my friends to you. You know, we can still tell them, hey, do a small price. So I said, all right, we're going to hit them for 25 bucks. And at the time, Square Up and all that stuff was on this. I was using PayPal. So I had to set everything up on PayPal. And I think I used Eventbrite. And I set everything up on PayPal and everyone was paid. And I think like, and we just did appetizers. We did appetizers and, um, appetizers and one dessert. I think I did like three appetizers, one dessert. I think what I do. Oh, that's right. I did, um, I did, uh, I did the, the jerk. I did the jerk. Yeah, I did the jerk glazed. The heavy jerk glazed lollipop wing. I did like a 
a sweet and spicy pulled pork empanada. I did a hacking soft with spring roll. And for desserts, I did a, um, I did a, oh, a Rice Krispie Treat beignet of a marshmallow grandma glaze. It was dope. Um, Cause they had never seen no shit like that. You know, I'm like, like, oh shit, this is some next shit. And what I'm doing this shit before, I'm doing this shit before pop-ups was even a fucking thing. So I was doing a damn thing. But what happened was my own girl, she made it dope. Cause like I said, she knew people. So what she did, she brought this sexy ass chick. She brought a sexy ass chick to the event the DJ's like, I'm gonna get a DJ. And I'm, you know, from my traditional background and training, I'm looking at like what the fuck we need a DJ for. I'm fucking cooking. Everyone's gonna fucking keep still and fucking enjoy my food. It's like, nah, nah, nah. We get your shit. I see a whole different vibe for it. And I was like, all right, but right, let's see how it go. I'm living. So um the night of the event. We get the food and I'm just banging shit. I'm just banging that, banging that, banging that. And I'm making sure the plates are clean. Food's in the center of the plate. The oil's on point. The sauce is on point. Everything's just sitting right. There's depth in the plate, depth in the plate and stuff. So, um, you know, I start banging on the food and everyone's just like, yo, this is dope. And the music's vibing. The DJ, she's DJing, sexy ass chick. She's DJing and, um, um, She's got I Love Lucy playing on the TVs. And it almost, it's almost like I Love Lucy was dancing to her music. That's how much vibe and happiness is. Great food is great. Great food, great music, great drinks. And everyone's just enjoying it. So I think I got there. I think I started cooking at six. I didn't get done until 11. Everyone's like, this is dope. When you're doing it again. So I kind of went with a whole different concept when I got to DC. I just did appetizers. I did like two free appetizers and desserts, and then I upped the price. So I was getting, it's getting almost like 60, 70 bucks per person for an event like that. Um, and I, like I said, I was getting business, but like I said, didn't, much people didn't know me. I was building, I was building, I was building my client base. So, at the time, group and group probably come out, and I wanted to give it a shot. I was like, oh, I'm going to give this group probably a shot. I just need to figure it out. And I, and I remember the attorney I was there. I remember she bought me a massage packet. I think it was like 25 bucks. But the check is like a real reputable masseuse. It's a white check. Um, the check was trying to add shit on like nah I just want to fucking I just want a massage she's trying to add on all this average shit like yo you want some hot stones you want this you want that like what the fuck and she asked me all this shit and then come to find out like she's really not making no money on me just taking that whack ass massage you know she's banking on me spending more money or coming back like fucking 20 more times and pay the regular price and um massage was freaking dope and I remember getting a massage and I'm like I just sat in the car for a good half an hour I want to move so I kind of took the concept of okay I'm going to do a dinner for two people do a supper club event for two people 
So I think at the time I charged him like, I think I charged him like 150, 120 bucks per couple. And then Groupon slashes that shit in half. So it goes down to like 56 bucks. But then once the people buy it, Groupon taking 50% off that, you'll come home with like 20 something dollars. So Groupon's getting money. So what I had to do was, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to flip the script and do this, 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 this. So that's what I did. Um, I added more stuff to it. So I tell people, oh, man, if I, I get on the I call them out. Hey, you know, with the sell date and everything. Like, yo, you got any friends that want to come? You know, you bring your friends by. I tell them I charge them 40 bucks for the courses. No, nah, that's a great price. And that's how I got. That's how I made money. So some of these rents, I make like, I made like two grand, 2,500 off a party and then turn around and still come home like a $500, $400, tip. So that's how, that's how I was putting it down. And it was dope. You know, and I just continued raising the bar and just doing some dope shit. You know, I was making oxtail dumplings, like Chinese dumplings. You know, I was just doing really, really dope shit. And then, um, you know, I, I was getting into, um, a lot of allergy-free and vegan products, just doing different dishes and trying new things or find substitutes to make things taste better. And I find myself getting events for holistic people that live the holistic lifestyle, you know, where they eat meat and stuff. So I had to make stuff to cater to them. And I, I did good, but it was something I kind of just put my mind to. So yeah, I did that. I did that for a good two years, a good solid two years. You know, and uh, I mean, I made really, really great money there, and um, it was dope. It was dope and stuff. I enjoyed it. I made a name for myself. Travel. I travel. I traveled as far as Richmond, Virginia, which is like two hours away from where I lived, and I could do I could do a gig in um, in New York on a yacht. They called me like, "Hey, I seen I seen your work." come through, you know, put, bring a staff, put a staff together, you know, so it was, it was dope, you know, so I'm getting ready to wrap this up, I'm going to bring part three back to this um, episode, so enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of this podcast. Um, it's truly appreciated. Remember, follow us on IG. Continue to download us on Spotify, Apple, and Google, and any other platform that's out there. And thanks again. I'm out.